draped around her throne like decorations. To warm your bed, as many as you like. And Kale had ignored them all and pointed to the girl by the fire, the girl with the inky black marks on her skin. Her. Send her to me. And Samara had been unable to disguise her astonishment. He strode over to the bed and lifted her arm. She went rigid, and he could feel the tremors under her skin. I'm not going to hurt you, he repeated for the millionth time since she'd been thrown into the room. She nodded stiffly. She clearly didn't believe him. I just want to see this mark on your arm. How long have you had it? She licked her dry, peeling lips, eyes still on the bedspread. I don't know. Five winters? He tried to work out how old that would have made her, but it was impossible. He couldn't guess whether she was fifteen or thirty. And the other? On your palm? Seven? How did you get them? He asked, because it wasn't unknown for deluded twits to tattoo themselves in hopes of being mistaken for chosen. She whispered. I was foolish. He sighed and dropped her arm. Right. Why did you get them? I was foolish, she replied, fingers nervously pleating the red silk. You're not the only one. How had he thought this wretched creature might be one of the chosen? Probably she was some runaway who thought tattoos were cool and had got herself kidnapped into slavery. A terrible story, but not his problem. He couldn't go around saving every slave in the New Lands. He'd fought slavers before, but on his own terms, with his own army, and most crucially, with the sanction of the Emperor. He wasn't about to start a war over here, all because of some skinny wretch who'd tattooed herself. He ran his hand through his hair, annoyed with himself and even more annoyed with her, which was irrational since it wasn't her fault she was a skeletal wreck of a human being. Maybe he could make things a bit better for her, though. Salve his conscience a tiny bit. What happened to your leg? He asked. He could see her malformed shinbone where the red silk of the dress had ridden up. Instead of a smooth, straight line, The bone stuck out, as if it had been snapped in two and simply left like that for the skin to heal back over. A compound fracture, which he'd seen before, but never just left like this. Her face twisted in what looked like shame. I was clumsy. Didn't anyone help you? Didn't you try to help yourself? She shook her head. No, I was foolish and his patience snapped, because foolish probably wasn't even her word. It was Samara's, and she was so broken that she couldn't even think for herself. Will you stop saying that, and will you swive and look at me when I'm talking to you? So saying, he grabbed her chin and tipped her face up so she was forced to look at him. Her lids fluttered in surprise and fear, her breath quickened, and her eyes darted about in confusion. They flickered in the direction of his face, 
but she didn't seem to see him. She didn't seem to see anything. Kale stared, but her gaze never rested anywhere. Her eyes remained unfocused. They were a clear pale blue, with no signs of blindness, and yet... And yet... She was blind. Merciful gods. Kale breathed. I'm sorry, she whispered, which irritated him, because she shouldn't be apologizing about it. He let go of her hair and stepped back, watched her calm herself, fingers smoothing the crumpled silk of her dress. Her lids dropped again, as if to hide her useless eyes. Kale waved his fingers at her, even stuck his tongue out at her, but she paid him no attention. His gaze dropped to her crippled leg again,